for giving us the grace to meet in his presence. Amen. Let me remind us once again for the Bongo Swing Crusade that we shall be having. Last Sunday I made announcement that we shall be grateful to get support for the brethren up there. Um, Daniel, Pastor Daniel, who is our host, would, um, well, he has done very well. He's a young man. He built a school. He's still building. And um, he has quite of his students as orphans. They don't pay anything. Um, so there is a great need there. And so whenever we, are, we have the opportunity of going, uh, we try to take something along. And so we shall be very grateful if you would want to support us. Um, the wife was around. She left not long ago. Um, and I asked, what exactly do you need? She said, exercise books, textbook. She wrote them down. We'll try and see if we can get them in Accra. Um, so books, tables, and chairs. Um, she mentioned that they construct some chairs there in metal form so that it's able to stand for a long time. And one is 100 Ghana. So mentioned tables and chairs also a desktop eater, um, the children all of them and then they are also constructing another block so we i personally would be very grateful if you can help amen i said amen all right we thank god for coming to the presence of the lord tonight to share with you and then we will pray. I wish we had time and I'm trusting God not to be speaking for long because I see prayer is quite important and most people don't make time to pray and so it will be good when we have the opportunity also to pray. Amen. Tonight, I decided by the grace of God to share something with you from the bottom of my heart, something I've been reflecting on. Um, manner of persons we ought to be. Praise the Lord. Manner or the type of person you ought to be. I know you are you, which is okay. You have a name. Are coming from a certain tribe, you speak a certain language, but that is not the matter. The matter is what is God looking for? What type of man is God looking for? And interestingly, in reflecting, I said to myself, you know, God is the only one who can tell you how you ought to be. Or what you ought to be to be able to meet his standard. Praise the Lord. I hope you get me. It will be very difficult for anybody to come and say, I have just come just as I am. And so Lord, I have come. 
He wants you to be a type of person who will meet a standard. And for anybody to be the type of person who will meet the standard of the Lord, the best way for that person is to go back to God to find out what type of person you want me to be. Don't you think so? Hallelujah. Because his standards are set. And so, listen, when, when I look at the word of God, and I look at the way he has set his standard. There is a need to pray and be very serious with him. Hallelujah. He is not going to temper his standards for anybody or a group of persons. One day he was very upset with the people of Israel. He told them that you have been chosen among all people. I chose you. You didn't choose me. I made you who you are. And you are spiting me. And that was quite heavy. So tonight we're going to tackle shortly the manner of persons you and I could be. Amen. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we have come to you because you are the God of all glory and honor. Your wisdom is above all. Your power exceeds any man's ability. You are God almighty. We just sang, you are the great I am. There is no one else. We are so grateful to you for the blood of Jesus Christ that has qualified us. We also acknowledge that having been qualified, there is a standard of life you expect. We are begging you tonight that this understanding will come to us in the name of Jesus. Every one of us. So that we will be very careful. Last night you spoke a very strong word to our hearts. Those of us who were privileged to be with you in that gathering. Take heed to yourself. I pray my father. That oh God. You would help us to understand your standards and to fit in. In the name of Jesus. I give you praise. I thank you for authorance. I thank you for my brethren who are in here this evening. We are also preparing ourselves to come to your table. As much as we do it very often, we are asking, O oh God, that we will not trample over it in the name of Jesus. We are asking that any time we will be well, we'll be well prepared coming to you and to meet you at your table. You're the one who ordained it, Jesus, that as often as we eat this, we do it in remembrance of you. And if we don't eat it, we are not part of you. Oh, my Father, I pray that tonight in the name of Jesus, that in this preparation, 
you will do something to our lives individually. So that our coming to you, O God, on Sunday, we will receive blessings from you. In the name of Jesus, that none of us will come awkwardly, anyhow, but coming consciously, taking heed to ourselves before your table. We bless you. Thank you for your power made available and your grace sufficient. Oh, what a mighty God you are. To you be the glory forever and ever. In Jesus' name we pray and everyone said. This specific issue of what manner of persons ought ye to be can be found in Second Peter chapter 3. As I said, God is the only one who can tell us what manner of persons we ought to be because of his standards. Let's keep that in mind. We cannot design or walk in a way to say, I want to please God when it is contrary to his own standards. In Second Peter chapter 3, I'll read from verse 8, probably up to verse 14. When the Bible says that the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, uh, toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all somebody shout a big amen. amen. I was glad by that statement. Hallelujah. That any should perish, but all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness. Hallelujah. Looking for the hastening of. Uh, looking for the hastening. The coming of the day of God. Because of which the heavens will be dissolved. Being on fire. And the element will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we according to his promise. Look for new heavens and new earth in which righteousness dwells. Verse 14. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found in him in peace, without spot and blameless. Amen. Sometimes you read a scripture and you see it's already heavy already. Praise the Lord. Let's take it from where we started. That's right. This is okay. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be bent up. 
God said, this is what will happen. Praise the Lord. No one can change it. No one can change it. A day is coming. That's what God says. We will not be wise if we forget about the coming day. We will not be wise if we take it as, as it has been, so it shall be. If we have read, because we don't have time, if we have read from the very top of that chapter, you will discover that everything is sustained and everything was made by the word of the Lord. Praise the Lord. These things we see and feel and talk about them and enjoy them. They came into being because God spoke them into being. Had he not spoken, they would never have come to be. And so if anybody wants to believe such a statement, he has to believe it because he has no choice. The very things that are in existence were also spoken and we, are, we ourselves have seen them. Praise the Lord. We will not be wise, I must tell you. We will never be wise if we downplay things that have been said by the Lord. The world is very happy, developments, but it will be bent up. It will happen. The evidence of it happening is that the same way as it came to being by the word of the Lord, the same way God has spoken. Can we become believers? Praise the Lord. I'm asking. A believer is not somebody who says that I am a believer. A believer is someone who has taken what God has said so seriously that he looks forward to the fulfillment of it. And he adjusts himself according to what God has said. He is the believer. A believer is the one who walks. You see, why our father Abraham was given with the name the father of faith was that he was told things to do. And he believed the man who spoke, which is God. He believed him so much that the Bible says that he was dwelling in tents and was looking forward to the day to meet his Lord. That is a believer. That's why the Bible describes him the father of faith. Hallelujah. Today, the father of faith is someone who can talk and say, I'm a father of faith. No, the Bible does not look at it that way. A father of faith is a person or a mother of faith or an individual who is 
looking. Because you see, when I read Hebrews chapter 11, and I see the way some people who had, they were so anointed to do everything, but they were so concentrating on the Lord, then I see that indeed people have faith. May you and I be a people of faith. Hallelujah. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. This has been said. Somebody, if I stand and tell somebody who doesn't believe you, say, as it has been, so it will forever be. People are being born and they are dying and others are coming and developments are coming. What I, you know, the Bible says, we will come to that shortly. I'm begging you tonight, rise up to the occasion where you are going to take God serious by everything he has said. Hallelujah. Your safety is only in your is in your is in the faith of what God has said. That's the safety that each one of us has. In which the heavens will pass away, the present one, with a great noise. The power of God that shall be at work will make it such that the heavens will cry with a great noise. And the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will burn. May I ask a simple question? What are the works in the earth? Works in the earth. Buildings. We build them. Through buildings, towers, any equipment, aeroplanes. They will all be packed. They will be melting. Farms. The very soil itself will experience such a heat. And the soil will be melting. You know, probably tonight we should pray. God, give me a fear of you. Hallelujah. Yes. In fact, in the course of the word of God, you are free to let your heart talk to your father. Pray inside you. He would hear. Both the earth and the works that are in it will burn up. You see, I must be very, very honest with you. There are things that are very, very important. And there are things that are irrelevant. And I'm praying that in the course of our lives as Christians, may God give us wisdom to pay attention to the things that are important and the things that are not important. Amen. This is where many Christians get confusion. 
Because they think everything has been written down in the Bible, everything, you know, Jesus himself said, there is a weightier matter. Hallelujah. I consider such things as weightier matters for myself. Why? Because in this world that we are, that we are so engulfed and so captivated and captured by it, it is going to melt with fervent heat. And when I hear such a statement from my Lord, why won't I pay attention? Why won't I pay attention? Because you see, we all know last week, Wednesday, we heard it. The Bible was clear when the man of God was speaking with doubt. It was very, 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 very clear. This thing will happen. This thing will happen. And he was quoting scriptures here and it will happen. The rapture will happen. So if I am a believer, I would rather pay serious attention to some of these things than in fact there is a scripture it says that everything that we see is temporal. Have you ever come across that scripture? And the things we don't see are eternal. You can look at Nana, look it up for me. So they can see. It will help you. So that if at this time you are so consumed by something you are seeing, you may repent and change. Why you are not saying amen? Hallelujah. Would you like to read the scripture for me? One, two. Oh, no, no. Not for me, but for you and I. One, two. Do you think you can lock it in your spirit? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Do you think you will lock this scripture in your spirit? When you lock it in your spirit, it will be in the storehouse of your spirit and something will be happening. Anytime something seems to be taking you over to make you restless and to disturb you, you can see with your eye, I want it, I'm not having it. This will help you to say, Nachi, take it cool. This thing will pass. Because it is temporal. Hallelujah. But I thank God that we have eternal hope which is in the Son of God. Amen. The world is having it very tough because the Jesus we talk about, they can't see him. But we will know him. Hallelujah. Let's go back to our main scripture. It came by the way. Both the earth and the works that are in it. It's, it's a very beautiful temple as far as Ghana. It's 
standards are concerned, it will melt. It will melt. Anytime I talk about church, I'm not moved very much. Why? Because we'll be here for two, three hours and then we are gone. We go to some, in our houses, we also be there and then all of that, they will melt. Now, in the next verse, therefore, this is our scripture for tonight. Would you like to read it one more time together with me? One, two. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in all? Thank you. What manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? This is where the standard of God comes. Praise the Lord. The standard is being set here. God is saying there's going to be a melting of the world and everything in it. And since this is going to take place, he is throwing up an issue. Seeing that this is how things would be. What manner of persons? Ought you to be? Then he was very specific with two items. Conduct and godliness. Praise the Lord. Conduct and godliness. In fact, I'm, 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 let, me use, let, me, let me use the right word. Holy conduct. Amen. What is holy conduct? What is holy conduct? See, I said to us, you need to be very careful about what God has said. He's saying fire will be at work. Fire will melt. The whole world, the earth, and everything in it. It will dissolve. Do you have another version? Because I want to break it down. NIV is for, I want NLT. Okay. Since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, what holy and godly lives you should live? Praise the Lord. I will say something here shortly. Now give me an IV. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? 
something you have to note tonight. There is a question in the matter. Praise the Lord. There is a question in the verse. And God is saying that question must be answered. By who? You and me. I hope you understand it. When fire catches up, or when a building starts, we have experienced a bit of it in this country. The fire service come. They quench it by their water, which has some substance in it, to quench the water. Isn't it? Okay. Or let me just take fire extinguisher. How many of us know fire extinguisher in the car? You know, there's this red bottle that now there's a, a law that every car must have fire extinguisher. When you get up and your car, assuming you just pop, pop, and some smoke is coming, you are to take the extinguisher to extinguish the fire. Now, God is saying, you ought to become that extinguisher. So as much as it will be burning, you will not be burnt. Praise the Lord. And he goes further to say, to become that extinguisher, whatever element that is in that extinguisher, to make it effective, we are not going into that. We are going into, in other words, there, there is something in it that makes it effective. So God is saying that what is going to make you effective when the fire begins to bend is holy living and godly living. Hallelujah. So now, if there is no holy living and godly living, what do you think will happen? What do you think will, be ha- will happen? I know you know the answer, but you don't want to say it. You will bear. You will bear. That's why we ought to give more earnest heed to these things we are hearing. Hallelujah. It is very easy for a church to run away from this. On Sunday, I will show you a bit about Ephesus by the grace of God. It is very easy to run away from these things. But may I tell you, these are very important matters to our living and to our making it. To our God. Amen. I never be bored. If I can advise you. Never be bored. With a man. That will tell you. That fire is coming. 
rather be very suspicious about a man who when things are not okay is saying they are okay because you'll be caught unawares is somebody listening to me the reason why I'm saying this is that I'm being honest with you churches don't love the truth anymore Christianity does not love this kind of truth anymore they get angry. And if it is possible to beat the pastor, they will beat him. And sometimes in their hearts, they say, so can't you say anything else? One day, a church member told me, black and white, without missing his message. There was a convention that was announced and it was prophetized Kujo who was coming. Said when he got here, ah, why? Why Reverend did it? So can't he can't find anybody else apart from Prophet Kujo? Oh, at least he was being honest. Because when he comes, all this doesn't make you feel they want something that your visa is coming. One man of God told me, he said, as for you, your church, he used to come here. I won't mention his name. He said, as for you, your church, listen, Jesus. Jesus. When you are given the word, inject it with these things because you see, your visa is coming. Shall we rise? They will lift up your hands. I see it coming. They are stamping. They will be slain by that anointing. What rubbish. Unfortunately, I have to tell you, that the world will bend and everything in it. It is not a nice message to the flesh, but it is a good message to the spirit man. Hallelujah. You know, I will tell you my heart desire and prayer for this church. I'll be honest with you. My heart desire and prayer everybody who says I'm a member of covenant family is that that person should not miss it on that day. When everything is said and done and he he comes and the Lord raises his head and says, come in! May the sister or the brother say, hey! I have made it. Reverend Dennis, thank you. I am a Remy, eternal. Hallelujah. It will be nice. Son, I am always praying and crying to God. The Lord, I'm begging you for one thing. 
that I will make it. I must be honest with you. If there is anything, pa, Kofi is looking for. My name, I was born on Friday. If there is anything Kofi is looking for, is that he will make it. I pray the same for you in Jesus' name. Are you listening to me? Today I just want to take it cool. You know, we can't neglect holy living and good conduct. No. We cannot. It is our extinguishing power against the fire to come. Therefore, since all of these will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be? It is the NIV that stopped there and put a question mark there. Bam! All of these people, they just went straight. But NIV is asking, what manner, if you never knew, I came to tell you tonight, there is a certain manner you ought to be. Praise the Lord. And the answer, holy living and godliness. You know, sometimes when a church gets its eyes open and they begin to talk about these things, some mouth we say, Hey, not the holiness church. What is holiness church? Hey, these days, all they talk about is holiness church, and hey, they will talk about holiness church because you see, without which, no man shall see the Lord. Unless your Christianity, you, you, you have decided that you want it on temporal basis. And temporal basis Christianity is the one that you come in, your heart is not in it, but you are looking for a nice girl to marry. I came because of a nice girl, not because of your holiness. Please, 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 please. Or you are a boy, and say, well, these people, I see nice cars, they park every night. I'm looking for a job. Probably when I come here, and I'm there, I hear there are a lot of big men. Yours is temporary. You are coming to look for a big man to give you a job. After you have gotten... In this very church, people have come here. There was a lady I will never forget. Oh, she, when she joined this church, she was a fantastic woman. She became number one... Uh, um, what's his name? Helper. She was working very well. So on her wedding, when she, her wedding was approaching, everybody was moving. They went to everybody. Pastor Bim, oh, this woman is good. And Reverend Dennis... This, I mean, just because she could work, apparently, she has said in her heart, this church, I will have a wedding in it by all means. And we too, he, she did an excellent job to do us like this. When the wedding was over, I came for the wedding 
and I have left. Some of our pastors will quite say, ah, me never know about or more. He, she will not even pick it up to answer you. This church, this church, life, 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 life. It happened life. She deceived, Pastor Benpon, she deceived me. Good. Played an excellent role. I mean, we were very happy. After that, I'm sure when she was walking out, don't know, I don't know you properly. Until today. Until today. I don't even know where she is. So, there are temporal, I was telling somebody on Friday many years ago, the Lord gave me a sermon down there. I have, I said there are people, the title of the message was, they came to see us off. I remember. It has stayed with me, it's still there. If you ever came to see us off, we have seized your passport. Stay. And be affected by holy living and godliness. It's a good time to say amen. Are you with me? I'm begging you. If your plans were that happy adventure, especially today that it is difficult to find a man to marry. I see a lot of cars. Young people are there. You know, you'll be surprised. These things, I'm talking to somebody. Oh. Because these days, things are happening. And except the Holy Spirit helps you. I'm going to that church. Don't you see every Sunday, the cars park there. I'm going to grab. And they will come. Please, please, please. May the Lord help us. Amen. Are you understanding? The next one. Looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Will, will melt with fervent heat, nevertheless. I love this one. Nevertheless, we. According to his promise, look for new heavens and new earth in which righteousness dwells. Blessed be God. I don't know what you're looking for. We are having too many troubles. About three, four weeks ago, I was sick with malaria and flu. A man of faith, but they taught me lesson. You didn't see me going into the car. I sat in the car. I had blanket on me. I don't remember the last time I vomited. Joe Junction. The car. I vomited. Abba. 
Then I asked myself a question. Is that me? And I said, yes, it's me. I did. Because I mean, I can't imagine (laughs) me. But then you realize you are limited. And my doctor saw me. He said, put him on the bed. It's not like before. They have put me on the bed before and I've gotten up to run away before because I feel I have never slept at the hospital before. So why should I? They, but this one, when they say put him on the bed, okay, I surrounded. Then they put drip. One finished, put another one. And then Angela was full. <laughs> so when I got up, I went to see the doctor. Oh, now you are looking fine. Okay. But even that I came home, ah, my children, they saw, no, this man. Because flu and malaria, the combination, ah, your nose, your throat, your body. Now, in this life, my strong Sunday, when Nigeria was giving me the report, ah, Stanley Pa, oh, in this world that we have these type of things, we are happy. We are looking for a new heaven. We are looking for a new earth. Where there is no sickness, there is no shivering. May we work to attain that in the name of Jesus. I mean, I don't know what people are excited about in this life. But we have to be here to do some work. So we have to do it. Amen. Nevertheless, we, I'm praying that the people here, we will confidently say we. Shall we all say it? We. 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 Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, what the scripture is saying is that look at what God has promised you. That's what he's saying. Look at what God has promised you and look for the new heavens and the new earth in which there is no kalabule. When a brother says something, he means that. When a sister says something, you can take it. Not this one that he says, no problem. Somebody borrowed money from somebody. Said, oh, I will bring it overnight. But there's a situation I need to solve it quickly. He said, ah, you are my brother. What can I do? I can't allow. So gave. Overnight came. No call. Probably is busy, so another one. On the third day, he said, Ah, let me call. Probably he's forgotten. Peace and many blessings. Oh, I was expecting you. Oh, you to why? There's more money I borrowed. Why? You want to chew me up? That's the world in which we live. That's the world in which we live. Now I borrow you money and I'm now you are coming to blast me together with the money. Why? This small money too. Small money pay. 
But that's the world we live in. How many of us are very happy here? Probably you, you haven't experienced anything. You are happy. But many years ago, I was preaching on such subjects, and one of our sisters here again, he said, Why, you two, you are troubling us too much. I haven't married. I need to marry small. Let the Lord wait. I said, That one day, I cannot decide for you. But what I have to do, I have to do. Praise the Lord. Are you with me tonight? Let's catch it up in the verse 14. And then we will stand to pray. I don't intend speaking for long tonight. Therefore, beloved. Can we speak the scripture together? One, two. Therefore, beloved. Looking forward to these things. Be diligent to be found by him in peace. Without sport. That's where I will rest my case. This is a whole matter. Therefore, beloved, I see, I see, I see it as God is saying, Therefore, beloved Dennis. Therefore, beloved Auntie Lydia. Therefore, beloved Auntie Juliet. Therefore, beloved auntie, uh, 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 my brother Corte. Therefore, beloved sister Hope. Listen to what God says. Are you really looking, my brother? If you are not looking, if you are a believer, and you are not looking, looking, you are not looking forward to these things, the new heavens and the new earth, from tonight, start looking. Start looking. In there is righteousness. Hallelujah. Start looking. And who is instructing you to do is the word of God. Don't let anybody fool you by saying that, oh, you know these things every day. Please, look. When the Bible says looking, looking, look at the English word. Looking is a continuous looking. You are gazing at it. Praise the Lord. Now he comes down to say, Looking forward to these things. There is something you must do. Be diligent. Be very diligent. Now, we have said it before. Diligent is hard work. Diligent is striving for something. Diligent is not to sit and be lazy. Ah, that people are even lazy about church coming. Hey. Wait a we should be careful, oh. Hmm. If you are looking, you don't behave as if I'm doing the person a favor. You don't do that. You work out your salvation with fear and trembling. So he says, looking to these things, be diligent. Listen, may I announce to you and I, Anybody who is not diligent in seeking after God, he will not make it. I'm telling you the truth. Casuality doesn't help. You can never be careless and casual concerning the faith. If there is anything that needs attention, the Bible says, give heed to these things. Praise the Lord. Be diligent. It is only when you are diligent... Be diligent in everything you do. I mean, fine. 
we, we work. Some of us, you go to work in the morning, you, you are already tired, acknowledge it. But on your job, be diligent. At home, some of us are married, some of us are not. Some of us are still under the authority of our parents. Even in the service of your parents, be diligent. If you're a wife, be diligent to your husband. If you're a husband, be diligent to your wife. You cannot play. You know something? I don't know how you read the Bible. But you know, I don't have quarrels. In fact, do we have quarrels very often? When was the last time? We don't have. You know, my wife is not one of those who will say yes in the church. It's too dangerous. She will tell it exactly like it. If she won't say, she won't say. But if she will say, you cannot twist my wife's mouth. In fact, she's, she motivates me. When was the last time we fought? Because it's dangerous. When I fight with her, I can't pray. I can't pray. I, can, I don't know how to pretend. Some people are very good. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't want to know. We have to resolve it. I can't. I don't know how others are able to do it. You are fighting with your wife and yes. I'm sure the devil is around. It's not possible. Amen. Be diligent about everything. Hallelujah. Do you think you understand the things I've said? Do you really believe them? I'm hearing only Brother Fori's voice. So. Do you really believe them? I don't know. I was telling somebody, let me come to a close and then we stand to pray. It's good to pray after you hear the word of God. You know, we, we have been raised to thinking that Enyefe. Now let me come to Enyefe. What does that mean in English? I like the tree one. That's why I said Enyefe. It doesn't matter. We've been raised it is a culture of Guineans. But of course we know that sometimes we say enyefi, but every inside. It doesn't matter, but it matters inside. But for the mouth we say, it doesn't matter. We've been raised to say it doesn't matter. But may I tell you, what God has said matters. Tonight, I'm going to ask you for a certain type of prayer that you may do. You are going to ask God. May I understand your word. And may your word have effect on my life. Do you think it's a good prayer? You can pray it in an understanding. You can pray it in the spirit. Hearing and it's not having effect on you is nothing. Hearing and it having effect on you is great. 
Do you know that Bible warned and said, don't be a forgetful hearer. Why would he say that? Because we will pay for it. Don't be a forgetful hearer, but a doer of it. So we are going to ask the Lord. Any place that has, you haven't been diligent at, on your job, at home, with your parents, with the brethren, with your society, you have not been diligent. We want to ask the Lord tonight. Shall we stand? Can we have a very serious prayer time in this short moment of time? Please, don't blame your wife that my problem is because my wife is not good. Don't blame your husband. Pastor, you are speaking like this. It's not, a, it's not me, it's my wife. You are being a judge. We are not talking about judgment here. Nobody has made you a judge. It's, it's about you. Be diligent. Can you put on that scripture for me? They will look at it. We all will look at it and we will. The Bible says, be diligent to be found in him in peace. There are some of us, we are not at peace with certain people. Can I beg you that after here, go and make peace with them. Hallelujah. Be found in him in peace. You know, why I left the peace, sportless and, and, and without sport and blameless is because I didn't want to be tempted to continue with that. That's why I left it. But may I say to you tonight... Be found, be diligent, you yourself be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot. Blameless. These two ways, I told you some time past that the Lord led me to study in it. It is not time for me to release it yet. But can we pray? Tell the Lord, may your word have effect on me. And tell the Lord also that, Lord, if there is any spot, if there is any blame right now on my life, I beg you, remove the blame. I beg you, be sincere about this prayer. I'm begging you, Kobo Shire. Please, on Sunday we are coming, we are coming to the table of the Lord. Today and tomorrow, we have the opportunity to ask the Lord to wash away every blame and every spot. Sometimes you may not know except the Holy Ghost tells you. But be sincere in your heart and say to him, Lord, if there is any spot, if there is any blame, if a man is blaming me for something I did and I've taken it for granted, Lord, and I had even forgotten, I ask you to forgive me. Because I want to come to your table blameless. Ah, if I were you, I would pray. I'm begging you, pray, pray, pray a prayer from, from your spirit, from, from inside you. Don't worry about this charismatic boo 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 boo. Pray with a sincere heart to the Lord in this short moment of time, my dear brother and sister. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent and be found in Him peace without spot and blame. Ah, without sport and blame. Without sport and blame. If there is a sport, if there is a blame, you know, oh, my father, help me. 
My Father, help me. Thank you for this understanding. Some of us have walked about with sports and we thought it was nothing. But tonight we come to you, Lord. We beg you to remove every sport in the name of Jesus. We are begging you, Lord. Ha! We are begging you for a blame that is hanging on our lives. Hey, Lord, that we may have even forgotten. We plead. We repent. In the name of Jesus, we repent. Lord, if there is a blame, Lord, you can see the garments we are wearing right now. You see it. My Father, if there is a spot, we are begging. Every one of us tonight, Lord, we are pleading by the blood that a spot will be cleansed off. A blame will be lifted up us in our relationship with one another. Lord, that we have not dwell in peace, O oh God. We plead, O oh God. We beg you in the name of Jesus. We are preparing ourselves to meet you at the table of the Lord, Lord. We are asking that we will be spotless and blameless. Look with favor upon us, O oh God. And concerning the things that you have spoken to us that will be spotless. Tonight specifically we are pray, praying for cleansing for us in this temple. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can I ask for a corporate prayer for this one thing? One day a man of God was taking up to a certain church. And he saw different colors of the addresses. Some had a lot of sports. Some had little sports. Some had only one sport. And the Lord showed him. Can we tonight ask the Lord for our church? Please do a house cleaning for us. We are begging you. We are praying for one another tonight. That sport will be taken out. Can we pray? Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We ask you, O oh Lord. 